0: Bananas, shit bananas,
1: Welcome into another episode of your favorite podcast. It's Banana Land. It's Sound Lacosia. I am joined again by now. The reoccurring guest, Matt Cox, yeah. the uh, the famous Vine, C-list Vine star. It's getting lower. The social media titan, um, and all-around just hungry guy. He's a hungry boy. I'm a hungry man. That's what brings him to me again today. We're going to have a great discussion today.
0: This, this has been behind the scenes one of the most highly anticipated
1: podcasts of banana land yeah like we we were planning it out like as we got going what we wanted to do and what topics we wanted to cover there's an excel spreadsheet of over 50 topics we want to discuss on banana land and this was like number two so yeah you I, know, t- top top three for sure oh my god Uh, yeah i mean this is this is our
0: world series this is our world cup like this is our
1: you know bread and butter right you know almost literally our bread and butter ironic crazy so if you don't know me and matt both come from new jersey and right now in new jersey because of the covid everything is all shacked up nobody can get into bars or restaurants or you know patronize anything in person everything's all takeout food but but a lot of places have just closed, like until whenever. They're not doing take- until like some some have like closed until Memorial Day weekend, right? And even beyond that now too, because yeah. things are just getting crazier. So, we're gonna talk about food today during these trying times of hunger. Um, and what we're going to eat when we go back to the real world to the
0: normal not even world. that not even that but like we're going to talk about like some meals like you know s- s- just some like you know i I, th- I think it comes from a idea of like for like like yeah like
1: look at look at yourself you're cooking like your own favorite meals Right. you know what i mean and like the quarantine has taught me some things about food which is crazy but like I have cooked more in the month that I was home than ever before every night I cooked I think it comes from you know
0: obviously very privileged to even do so but we grew up we didn't really have a lot in our town other than like a movie theater a bowling alley and like restaurants and the beach like those were like literally
1: what our town was made of right. with the soccer fields too but like in the winter time when there you know when the beach wasn't accessible when being outside wasn't you know yeah wasn't food was king we were i was in the kitchen with my mom making pea soup we were we were cooking up you know a little spaghetti marinara on the weekend every weekend you know we were yeah. enjoying you know some thick some thick boy food when it was cold outside it was great yeah for sure literally
0: i would probably say the same exact thing but a thing that kind of came about with this too is like you know we went to, we've like when we were younger like a food was king like in our in all of our friendships like that was a place like where we bonded yeah and like and I, and I mean that from, like, literally, like, Applebee's
1: to, like, you know, some really good restaurants. You know, and like I think, we've. I think that's still true today. Like, you know, I don't go out and socialize unless there's some kind of meal involved in it. And I noticed this, like, right before, right before the quarantine. Like, when I hit somebody up and I'm like, hey, do you want to do something today? And they're like, yeah, what do you want to do? And it's like, hey, well, it's, like, 11 o'clock. You want to go get lunch in an hour? And that's always, like, the dynamic that exists. Yeah. 100%. And I think, yeah, I just... I, we also just love food so much. We're some big, thick boys. I actually just wrote, like, like a draft to a blog piece about this, about mm. food. And um, how, like, it's so diverse. Like, the noise it makes in the, in the pan or in the oven, the look of it, the colors, the flavors when you eat it, the smells while it's in front of you on the table. And then... And then it's like if you really if you're into some real like bougie food, then you get to pair drinks with it. Like, yeah. You know, there's there's so much depth to eating. It's more than just nutrition. It's more than just sustenance. It's it's beyond. How how
0: sad is it that like our our favorite thing from the Chegg is something that you can't get takeout? What What are you talking about? The French onion soup. Ye-
1: You can't get French when you take out? I mean, you can, but does it compare to when you're having the... Well, I mean, nothing compares to sitting down in an atmosphere where... Like, in any restaurant, when you're served a meal and it's right hot in front of you right out of the kitchen, like, yeah, um, you can get a lot of things take out. Like, I've, I got the Jersey chowder takeout from the Chegg, which, if, which is um, half New England, half Manhattan uh, mixed together and in a bread bowl. Um, That's amazing. It's just not the same. You go home, the bread bowl's a little soggy. The soup isn't as hot, you stick it in the microwave, you know. Yeah. It's it's just not the same kind of vibe. Like it's almost like a some something that you just gotta like, you know,
0: you're in an LBI already, <laughs> pop that bag open open on your on your like trunk
1: or on your hood and just Eat oh, that soup eat it there. Right there, dude. You absolutely, should. absolutely. It's it's you know everything to be done in like in like a safe way right now too because of like people getting sick. But yeah, man, I
0: haven't re- I haven't gotten takeout once during this whole quarantine. The only thing that I le- like legit splurged on, I went to Rita's uh, the other day. I went to Rita's the other day, and dude, they have these new things there called concretes. Have you ever had one of these? No, nah, I don't. I'm not a frequenter of Rita's and i used to not be as well but you know i just thought in terms of things they'd have like probably the cleanest precautions like they'd have their you know shit together and so that's what we did and they have these things called concretes now the thing that i loved at rita's as a kid growing up in new jersey was that they had that custard that ice cream so good so good but you can never get it by itself you'd have to like really kind of push them to just give you like a massive cup of custard <laughs> like i just wanted to cut like a mat like they're large size icy but just filled with custard just and they, the custard. they there was no like they worked on a button system if there wasn't a button for it you couldn't modify something it was it was terrible well let it be known i go out to rita's during this quarantine and I say to myself, I'm like, oh, man, what I would do for, like, just a cup of custard. They got these new things at Rita's now called concretes, Sal. And, dude, they're incredible. I mean, I'm going to have to check it out now. For- it's a full cup. It's a full cup of custard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got it's got different things you can mix in. They have Nutella. They have peanut butter cups, Kit Kat pieces, M&Ms. Like, dude.
1: It's it's another level. Bro, I'm 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 into it. I mean, you said you haven't ordered out a lot and like I literally I, zero. I've definitely ordered out quite a bit. Um I couldn't keep eating just the same kinds of things over and over and over, but I also like halfway through I found it like really important that I had like the revelation of how important it is to order out because a lot of small businesses are going to get really, like, whacked by this. So, like, um, the diner down the street here, Stafford Diner, I ordered out from there, like, three times one week. The Chegg I've ordered out from. I've ordered out from Doyle's, the bar and down the road from us, the next town over. Like, I've tried to patronize local business because I feel like it's somewhat, like it's we're the consumers are somewhat responsible for the future of their favorite eateries and their favorite yeah. bars and like if you don't patronize these businesses now you might not get to go back to them and enjoy them later yeah but like so where are you looking forward to going where do you want to go th- all right coronavirus <laughs> disappears tomorrow morning where do you go to eat? Sal, we're gonna
0: have a really funny moment on this podcast right now, and it's gonna it's gonna take us a bit off topic. But did you say patronize? Patronize. Is that what that word means? I think so. Is like that's the true because patronizing someone to me was always like making fun of them? Making fun of them. Like we're like trying getting I a rise. Patronizing. <laughs> But is patronizing the same thing, just a different? I
1: don't know if I've ever heard of this word. Hold on, can you look this up real quick? I think a quick Google search needs to happen. Ladies Share and... your screen, ladies and gentlemen. Please excuse our. Okay.
0: <laughs> this is gonna go. This is gonna go exactly the this way is I think gonna it's go gonna exactly go exactly the way I don't want it to go.
1: Patronize. Okay. Did you hear it? Patronize? What's the definition? Treat in a way that is apparently kind or helpful, but that betrays a feeling of superiority. And then there's another another definition for it. Frequent a store, theater, restaurant, or other establishment as a customer. Example, restaurants remaining open in the evening were all patronized. There it is. All right, so we're there making that is. clear for everybody. You're and making Matt. that clear. Um, you can you can do both, you know. That's a live fact check right there. I mean, I mean, live fact checks got to happen. They're they're ne- they're necessary these days. You never know, you never know what we're peddling out here in the pod world. Hundred percent. You got that definition from Wikipedia, bro. Right away. Right I away. just put that in there. Google said. I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. I forgot totally where where we were to, what we were talking about, Matt. Where are so you we were t- where are you gonna go? That's it. Where are you going to eat? Bro? No, no, no. What we were talking about
0: how, you know, you were giving business to these other places, and like, I, for me, like, it's one of those things where it's like. I don't know, maybe I got into the hype of like how bad this disease was and I was really afraid of getting it, you know, still being with my parents. So like if they weren't doing it, like I wasn't gonna do it, you know? I felt weird. Right. But, you know, after having that
1: custard from Rita's, it's completely it completely changed my mind. I feel like, and, like my, you know I feel like my dad was the same way. Like he was a little more skittish about ordering out because he wasn't really sure about like how you know how clean and how safe restaurants were there were some restaurants that like the first week just closed they were like yep we're done like i had the gnarliest hankering for chinese food oh dude don't talk to me about it all the local chinese spots closed down and like they're they're observing healthy guidelines they all want to get their restaurants clean they all want to get back on track and i get it but damn oh my god it was it was tough for a, for a good oh, three four days and then I ordered out to uh, Stafford Diner. I got myself a, a six steak salad so steak salad is is just something that's so delicious like it's running rampant in the Nicosia household. I ordered steak salad five <laughs> times in, in a week and a half like I was I was not upset by this either. Wow yeah they're, they're really serving up good steak salad up in the Stafford diner Hell yeah. Wow! Yeah, that surprises my me. My shameless plug for Stafford Diner—it's it's absolutely wonderful. They do have some pretty good spanakopita. I've had it before.
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. What is it? But spanakopita? Yeah, I've, I don't know. You've that, had it? You've definitely it? had it. It's like the the Greek spinach and feta cheese.
1: Yes, like a casserole. I have had that before. It is absolutely insane. It's wild. It is. My it's favorite in- thing from there is um, they have penny vodka, and they put a piece of chicken parm over top of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's when you really want to, like, carbo-load and, like, feel like shit after. Like, you when- eat that, and then you just think about killing yourself. You know what?
0: I think you're you're on to something. I think we have types. I think I think we have a type when it comes to like the food that we look for in multiple
1: restaurants. And I think this is where we should take our first break. All right. Well that's let's quick take a break and we will be right back with more food talk, salivating food talk. Literally right salivating. After, literally right after this. Hey, uh, this is Cue the Banter, and uh, we're talking about a uh, movie. Okay. You wake up tomorrow, you log on Twitter. It's retweeted. Who retweeted it? I don't know. Maybe it was Laura Lenny. What's it say? it's back. Did Laura Lenny tweet about Cena coming back? No. Cue the banter, a podcast about movies and television from Ilto Eight Productions. Welcome back in. It's Banana Land. We're here with Matt Cox, special guest, talking about just food. Like, what's great about it, what we love about it, types of food. What we miss about it. What we miss about it. We were talking about um, what kind of food we look for, what types of food before the break. And uh, I think it's really important. Like, like, what types of food do you, what types of food are you eating for right now? Oh, Chinese food. Ultimately, that's like the number one Ultimately Chinese food, yeah. Give me your, give me your I, top 5. Run me down. Probably
0: sushi would be number 1. Okay. Number 2, Chinese food. Okay. 3, pizza. Oh my god. 4 Uh sandwiches. Like like a deli scent, like, like a, a nice sandwich from like sandwich.
1: a deli, like a nice quality yeah. deli. And then five bagels. Oh, dude. I feel like we have very similar um very similar food interest because I think um I think bagels is like high on my list. I really want pizza. I think pizza is my number one. I've, I've I've made pizza 3 times during this quarantine. I've had pizza from out of my house, like ordered out places, but it just hasn't been good. Like I need like I a wish. nice I want to go up to Staten Island I want to go to Lee's and I want to get myself a nice slice of regular pizza, and that is what I want. Um, Yeah. So I'm trying. Where's the best pizza? Is that the best pizza you've ever had? It's in my opinion, it's it's the best pizza there is that I've ever had. Yes. Yeah. Um, they do they do real thin crust bar pie, uh, and the sauce that they use, absolutely, out of this world. Yeah. Is that the best pizza you've had ever? In your opinion? In my opinion, it's the best I've ever I've ever been able to try. Um my pizza view is a little bit more limited, but like Lee's is just it's so good. You know, like the sauce is so good, the cheese is good, they have great specialty pies. Uh, one bite went there. Everybody knows the rules. Dave Portnoy. Gave it a seven nine on the uh, on the It's pretty good. It's not, it's not an eight. It's not an eight. Not bad. Not a bad rating, though. Not a bad rating. But I would I would do a lot of things for a. Uh, for a, for a nice like bar pie from Lee's Pizza right now. They do a great from Lee's Tavern. They do a great um, they call it the Surf and Turf Pie. It's uh, it's clam and sausage with white oh, sauce. Oh, yeah. And it's a little greasy, but it's my. It's got to be it's incredible. So good, so good. Uh, yeah, the best pizza
0: I ever had was defares where's that at tell me about it that's in, that's in brooklyn so that's that and that's i i had it when we uh, when i was up there we were staying up there for the last wrestlemania in new york okay and so our hotel was in uh brooklyn so i went to a few different places that i've been meaning to go up there and uh Tafaras has always had the reputation as being like the best pizza in New York, and it, they it, it's hundred percent true. It's the greatest pizza in New York. It's expensive.
1: What do you now? This is a really hot button thing for me. Uh, when I interned in D.C. in college, we had a um, a fellow intern who was from the Chicago area, and yes. he his thing was that deep dish pizza is the best pizza hands down. And that there's no other kind of pizza that can rival deep dish. Now I've never had genuine Chicago deep dish. I've had every deep dish you could possibly have, and that
0: argument is so benign. I've I've like, that is oh, I'm, the I'm dumbest. Right now. You I are wish I, me life. I wish he was on this show right now so I could
1: literally shut him down. Um he I my argument with him was always that like to me, deep dish pizza is more tomato soup in a bread bowl than it is actually pizza i'll give it credit it's very good but like
0: and i would even qualify calling it pizza but like i'm sorry like i want like there's just nothing like first of all when you first get like a fresh pizza from your like favorite pizzeria and then not only that taking the rest of it home Oh. and then having it the next day cold or hot it's
1: good either way it's literally the only food that's good cold or hot dude pizza and chinese food the day after out of the fridge so good so there's good there's something they've they've literally unlocked the system and that's another thing chinese food like that's just... that's one of my that's very high on my top 5 of of missed foods i think it goes pizza and then chinese food and then maybe i definitely miss sushi i definitely miss like I definitely miss bagels, like a nice pork roll, egg and cheese. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I miss the diner food too, though. That's like Jersey's big on diner food, and I miss those experiences. Um, I like Red Lion. I like Silver Coin. Um, you know, they're they're good spots, dude. I want. I could. I could do terrible things for some Chinese food right now. Oh yeah, and
0: I, dude. T- t- I think if you love Chinese food, like I like Chinese food, like I really kind of broke the the mold with, you know, going to like traditional American Chinese food spots, even though I love it. I love that food. I like general so chicken. Like it's it's one of my favorite foods. It'll always be. But like I went to, you know, being in New York a lot, I went to like like real traditional Chinese restaurants. Okay. Like that don't serve your typical, you know, you're not American you're not, like, Chinese food. Yeah. yeah. And dude, like there's like we love Chinese food, but like I fell in love with Chinese food after like eating like real Chinese food.
1: That's that's I love that though. Like, like the best Chinese, you go to a The best Chinese food you can get is in a city. Like hands down.
0: Yeah, it's the best. It's the, there's no, I mean, other than China.
1: I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but like,
0: if you're going, like, the closest thing to it, I think, at least from what I've tasted, I've, I've actually had Chinese, like, traditional Chinese food in Washington, D.C., and it was pretty, it was actually pretty good. But there is a place in uh, Manhattan uh, on Bleecker Street called Chow House. Now let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. This Chinese food was some of the best food I like. It was the one
1: of the best meals I've ever had in my life. I mean, you're making me you're making me sweat just thinking about it. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like the best, I can only think of one place I've ever been to, and I don't think it was Chinese food, um, but it was Japanese Japanese food. Um, this place in Atlantic City called Okotachi. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been there. It's, like, the sushi and the shimishi, and they have... This, and the, they have... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> shimishi? Did you say samishi? Yeah, how do you say it? Sashimi? Oh, bro, we're going to have to pause and go back. I can't let that shit fly. Oh, no, 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 let it go, let it go. I love it. Oh, my God. Um,
0: samishi, so, so, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: um I had a piece of Wagyu from there with some um what are those, oh, those you want fancy what are those mushrooms what are those fancy ass mushrooms they gave you the where they put like psychedelics on <laughs> there? no they gave they gave these great mushrooms i forget they're a special kind of mushroom. oh uh truffles
0: no truffles no it wasn't truffles it's a hot sal you no. can't there's literally it couldn't be any other type of mushroom nope, we're gonna have to do another fact check on this
1: I'm telling you it was shaved truffles shiitake mushrooms those aren't fancy Uh, mushrooms they're fancy to me I've only ever eaten portobello (laughs) mushrooms my whole life (laughs) Uh, so it came with shiitake mushrooms and like this seared asparagus and let me tell you man for $65 I definitely got my money's worth out of that bad boy really I was dead after I ate that meal had a glass of red had a glass of red wine with it I was living baby
0: oh man that sounds incredible yeah, That's we're... incredible. Honestly, though, you know what I love about being where I live? You know, Barnegat, we have this, like, great Chinese spot. There's... And, like, it's so... But, like, there are great Chinese spots, but nobody does it as good as Fuhu Kitchen. Oh, my God. Have you ever been to Fuhu Kitchen? You didn't live too far from Fuhu Kitchen
1: right. back I, in the day. When I lived in Wehrtown, um Fuhu Kitchen delivered to my house... And that was the place. That is still, it was the only place. That still
0: is the place, dude. Fuhu Kitchen is this little like hole in the wall in our town. And I'm telling you, I have Chinese I have had Chinese food all over the country in New York City. Like I've gone to Wohop, which is like supposed to have the greatest American Chinese food of the world. And I'm telling you that Fuhu Kitchen's General So Chicken is the best I've ever had.
1: Get the fuck out of here! I swear to God. All right, well, I mean, now I know I don't have to go all the way to New York to try General Tso's chicken. So uh, I'm telling, and I can also, bar get New Jersey and cops. The hot, the hot and sour soup from Fuhu Kitchen is bar none, some of the best soup I've ever had. I'm not a hot and sour soup guy. I like oh. wonton egg drop with the dumpling in it. Um, that's what I'm trying to do, you know.
0: Hot and sour soup is just something that it will get me every single time.
1: Um, I love. Uh, I love myself a little egg drop. Anytime I was ever sick, like, I remember asking my mom to get it, and it's just, like, nice and hot, like, in the mic- – Like, it would come hot, and then i put it in the microwave for, like, another 30 seconds. And yeah. it was, like – it was, like, drinking jet fuel. That stuff was so good. Yeah. We uh,
0: – so what is your favorite food from, like – what is your favorite go-to local spot? That's if you, if you had to say like
1: that gives you your like favorite meal. That's every, a hard like... question because I feel like um food. My favorite meal is not there is no one thing that is my favorite, but uh it comes in moods. Like if I'm feeling something, like I know where I'm going. Uh, but I have to say my favorite local spot. It's gotta be Old Causeway. It's gotta be Old Causeway. I knew you were gonna say Old it too. Causeway. I baited you with the question. You Did bait me? There's. It's just – it's got such a diverse menu. Um, the food – the quality of the food there is so high. The, you get a full meal every single time. They're a little steep on, like, the money end. They're a little steep on, like, the drink pricing. But, like, you know, when I go there, I, I can't even think about it. I wish, like, Mike Bruno it's worth it every was time with us right now. Our friend Mike, um, he's notorious for ordering steak and McAllen 12 every time we go out. To the, this place, the old causeway. Um, it's yeah. A, it's an oyster house. It's a, it's a. What are they? What is it? It's like. It's like a steakhouse. Yeah, a steakhouse oyster bar kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could talk about old causeway for an hour, so I'm gonna try not. We really could. But like, the the reason why
0: I kind of wanted you to bring old causeway up is because. That is that was like such a a wild spot for us. We actually got to eat lunch there before all this went down. We did do. remember that was the last
1: restaurant I went to before like quarantine really started. Same. That was the last place I ate out like in public before uh, before they shut all before they shut everything down. I've actually ordered out from there um, during the quarantine too, though. I've I've had some old Causeway during Dude. during the lockup. <laughs> Bonsai oysters. They they're not doing any raw bar or anything that makes sense even like seafood like i tried to get clams like cooked clams and they're just not doing them right now but you gotta go to the you gotta yeah you gotta
0: do them yourself dude you'd probably be better off i should what uh explain what a bonsai oyster is a bonsai oyster is a beautiful oyster with literally like a spicy tuna roll on top of it little piece of like fresh sushi grade ahi tuna little uh spicy mayo, little eel sauce, little uh you know, little fish egg,
1: little seaweed and like um the guy who Just the guy who comes up with these, he's absolutely flakes. he's unbelievable. They have a they have a sushi I don't know if I should call him a chef, like a sushi chef, I guess. Um Yeah. His name is Shane. He uh, he's at the Art of the Shuck on Instagram. Check him out. It's just a page full of oysters and oyster shells and oyster platters and different things. He actually goes out to like Philly to do like private events now because he's like so well regarded in like the raw bar community. I guess you would say. I don't know a ton about it, but like it's the best raw raw food I've ever had. Like. Raw oysters, raw clams. but uh, Yeah. I feel like my go-to there has to be, like, the tri-tip steak sandwich. Uh, sh- we literally got the same thing last time. And the wings. The wings
0: are and the wi- the- bananas. The wings are low-key some of the best wings I've
1: ever had. Where, like, all right, so the wings. Where is your favorite spot to get wings? My favorite... Now, I feel like you're baiting me with this question. Well, this is a tough question because... I feel like the answer you might think I would give you is not not that. But go ahead. So
0: if, if I have to, like, pick a place that I want to get wings at, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm still going to pick the Chegg. Really? I'm going to pick the Chegg every time. Really? You want to know why? The sauce, there's nothing like having your first bite of the honey barbecue breaded wings. Like, there's just nothing that compares to it i've like i've been to i know what you're thinking doyle's like has amazing wings but like at the end of the day like they don't compare like i pick i'll pick the sauces at the chegg over the wings at doyle's
1: any day of the week the craziest part of the whole thing is that the distributor that the chegg gets their wings from also supplies doyle's so they're the same wings Mm. difference is the chegg breads their wings a, and then one more additional time when you get the breaded wing and uh Doyles doesn't it comes right out of the package they toss them in the in their sauce and they put them in the fryer and then you Made get to them order. back on the grill and they go on a literally on a flat top for however whatever amount of time is appropriate to get them out. Yeah. To you. And I And they're great. They're delicious. I, they're incredible. I'd have to say that Doyles has uh eclipsed the Chegg for me as far as wings go. Yeah. It also helps that I can go to Doyle's and get wings and alcohol at the same location, whereas the Chegg I have to go out and B Y O, and that's you know just one more step I have to take.
0: You want to know something so funny that I'm thinking about right now? What? I remember my high school uh, put on like a like a like a wing contest oh between God. all the restaurants in town, and like literally all the restaurants in town, dude. I went there by myself. I know I went there by myself where? where to the to this wing contest where all these you used to like go around you paid a fee and you got like tickets to have like a, a, a it was like chowder fest but, but for with wings. wings and you went alone. Yeah, I went alone. I went by myself. And I was just like a silent judge just like eating on the table do some side comp. I felt like I was like 100 years old. I'd go up to them and be like, Listen, you guys did a good
1: job. And I know wings. Yeah, me, Matt, the thirteen-year-old. I know these like men. a little miniature food critic. <laughs> Do you remember um, when we went to the Chegg the one time and you told everybody you could eat a wing in less than five seconds and you, I could, and you sped ate the wing by like yeah. stripping it down. One of the best videos of all time. I wish I
0: could find that. It's it's up there somewhere, but yeah, dude. Like that's another thing. Like I eat wings. Like I've I've pretty much made it clear to like anybody that I've met that like they couldn't even you know hold a bag to like my wing eating skills
1: like i would beat any person that challenged me I mean, i'm confident in that no doubt i mean i i like to savor the wing there's no speed eating i eat quickly but like there's no oh speed for sure for me same i like to savor it
0: but like here's my thing like if someone were to step up to me like in a wing eating contest i would
1: mop the floor with you, them you act like somebody's going to step up to you on the street and be like yo there dude. has been I've been challenged. I've been challenged. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I have been challenged by many across the internet. All right. So Chinese food, wings. What about bagels? I miss pork roll, egg, and cheese. Um, Yeah, that's a staple here for us. You know. Yeah. So many good bagel spots. Really? Like I've always. And when this is over, I'm going to go to. Where is it? It's Queens, and I'm going to get a bagel with cheese. And I want one, and I'm going to have the authentic thing. When this is done, have you ever had bagel with cheese? A bagel with cheese. A bagel with cheese. No. Okay, so it's like this very traditionally, well, not traditional, but it's this very, um. It's this very well known thing in like the Jewish community, and they make their bagels just with a slice of cheese on top of it, and they put it in the um, they put it back in the toaster and let it get all. Oh, I've seen that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And um, it looks wild.
0: That's crazy. You
1: know, down here we have the New Jersey has the best bagels in the country. New Jersey has the best bagels in the United States of America, and New Jersey has the best pizza in the United States of America outside of Lee's. Um, If you if you think that's wrong, I'm sorry, but you're beat because it's not. Um, But the bagels, I could I could I could fuck up a a. Pork roll, egg and cheese, on a toasted everything, from bagels and beyond. Salt, pepper, ketchup, the whole, the whole rip. Yeah. Where's my spot? Where's my spot? Yeah, where, where, where do I love where a bagel? Are you getting sandwich? a bagel from because you've been to more bagel places than I have. You, you know, you're up in New York a lot. You're, you're traveling around. Like, what's the place?
0: Dude, pork, pork is really like not a big thing in the city. Really? I'll be honest with you. It's bacon, egg and cheese all day. That's the, that's what, that's what reigns supreme. For me, like, I choose. To, I choose to think that like pork roll is better than bacon like it's ju- it just um, it it that's just the facts that's, I big agree you know and it's just like one of those things where like my go to spot just cause they've always been so nice Dolce Bagel oh my god in oh so good Dolce Bagel always 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 consistent
1: always they've been there a long time I've and for good long reason, time they exactly they give you the same thing over and over but it's always delicious yeah, actually, it, it, it surprises me. It's I, a pr-
0: they really do always. Su- they always get me.
1: I uh, I was out in Philly with um, with John, and we went to a bagel spot, and I asked for a pork roll and cheese, and it's one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had because I guess it's just a force of habit for me to ask for that, and the lady goes, "Oh, like spam?" and I was like, "I was like, no, I'm like no." not like spam like poor girl spam. and she was like and then she was like well what part of South Jersey are you from and I and we had like this whole conversation about it after the fact but like I, th- I feel like it should be everywhere I don't know
0: oh my gosh well up north it's you know Taylor Ham I don't know what that is I don't know what you're talking yeah. about yeah, I don't
1: know what you're talking <laughs> about what, he, what are you eating I don't know but I think we're gonna take a break we're yeah. gonna see my face is getting red I gotta I gotta breathe a little bit <laughs> yeah it's 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 pretty hot where Sal is. he doesn't have any air conditioning <laughs> no, it's looks hot like it. He's about to pass out Ooh. yeah so we'll take a little break we'll be right back here on banana land hey uh this is cute and i'm uh, talking about a uh, movies you wake up tomorrow you log on twitter it's retweeted who retweeted it i don't know maybe it was laura lenny what's it say seen its back did Laura Lenny tweet about Cena coming back? No. Cue the Banter, a podcast about movies and television from Ilto 8 Productions. And we are back. Took a little bit of an extended hiatus, got some food ourselves. We were getting hungry, dude. Yeah.
0: That's like, like I, I kid you not, everyone. We legitimately both. Like, sped up the dinner process, ate dinner, like, and it was the greatest decision I think I've made, at least. What'd you make? We had a roasted chicken with uh, cauliflower mash, and uh, my mom's, I think she's making like sautéed stream beans with like tomatoes and basil. Oh my god. It's very good, but I'll tell you this, I've been uh, really into pickling things. Okay. During this quarantine, I pickle red onions. That sounds delicious. And they make a pretty great pickled red onion. Like, I've literally said that I can never go into a sandwich place and like honestly not order red onions or have red onions on the sandwich.
1: That's pretty intense, man. That's uh, pickling is a process. You have you have to have a lot of patience. It's honestly not
0: as bad as you might think it is. At least pickling red onions. Like I made a simple brine out of uh red wine vinegar and spices not cooked or anything didn't have to cook the onions and anything dude they
1: turned out just as good as like a real pickled onion that sounds pretty good i made um i made fish fillets with uh marinara sauce and a little uh little pasta tonight whoa how'd you make the fillet fried them i uh i seared them in the pan with a little butter nice so nice it was quick i was doing a quick guy
0: yeah but i so but this is this is the thing that's gonna blow your mind so i made these pickled carrots okay i shaved pieces of carrots put it in the brine now tonight i did like a little bowl of the cauliflower mash the breast from the chicken breast and then threw some pickled carrots on top oh my god that's gonna be so good Dude, the combination of all three of those things
1: really hit the spot. I feel like cauliflower mash is so underrated. Like people are so oh, dependent yes. on like mashed potato and they're like, yeah. "Oh, cauliflower, ew." And like, no, fuck. Like cauliflower is cauliflower is delicious. So good. I don't know. I haven't had cauliflower mash in a long time, but I enjoy like just when it's in season, going to the store, get myself some cauliflower. Um Usually I'll cook it in, like, a pan, and I'll uh, put a little oil and a little uh, Parmesan cheese on it, a little Pecorino Roman. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, it's pretty bang. You can make any vegetable like that. It's pretty good.
0: Honestly, I'm down to mash turnips, parsnips, anything.
1: Damn. I've never had it's a... Uh, I can't find turnips anywhere. i am trying to do a am trying to do a... I'm trying to do a... Um, trying to do a, a Boiled dinner is what it's called. So it's like a whole chicken and all (laughs) these different vegetables, and uh, turnips are part of it. But um, I don't know why. Why are you making a boiled dinner? Uh, It's in this cookbook I have, and uh, I don't know. It looks interesting. It's something I want to try.
0: But just a bunch of stuff just boiled.
1: I mean, no sauce. You just can only use a pot and water. No, you can use. um, They use chicken stock in it. um, Salt and pepper. It's like a soup. Um. It's kind of like a soup. It's like a, su- uh. it's almost like a stew, but the um, the broth is thinner. There's more huh. food in it than there is broth to it. So, it's it's something I got out of the uh, the Matty Matheson cookbook, and uh, he's got some pretty wild ideas in there. So I'm interested in it at least. getting He's it. a wild guy. He's an incredible guy. I mean, I, I gave the um, I did the Matty's patty sauce. If you want to check out any cooking that I do, uh, my shameless plug is coming right now. Uh, Sal's kitchen. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. Um, it's, it's me. I cook sometimes. Yeah. Uh, some of them are really great, and some of them are uh, really fucking awful. So you know, you be the judge. Uh, yeah. Always have a good time though. So, but uh, I think
0: I think the important part about
1: you know this podcast.
0: I know we 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 like talked about it and made it all about food that we like, but we kind of like realized like how lucky we are and how fortunate we are to have like these small businesses that have been around like literally since we've been kids yeah and some of them a lot
1: of the same ones have been around for the entire time we've lived here yeah like
0: some some of these places like we grew up in and you know you yeah. see the, you see the owners you see the same people that have like worked there for years and like you know you just speak they they remember you at the end of the day so like not having them around we want to make sure that this podcast isn't only to remind you of those great food places, but to remember that a lot of these food places during this quarantine pandemic are open
1: for yeah. takeout. And a lot of them, and we're gonna—you don't yeah. want them to be in jeopardy. So, like, this is the time. Yeah, if you're sitting at home, dude, you got your stimulus I, check, maybe you're collecting unemployment, whatever's going on, you know, try and stimulate the local economy a little bit. You know, get get, get yeah. these orders out. There's the, like, I thought about this, man, and I was like, man, I'm gonna go back to like
0: you know jenna's place in new york and there's gonna be like restaurants that i love that are not gonna be open yeah man it's gonna be tough they're like there's no way every restaurant in like i'm telling you right now the amount of restaurants you're gonna see closed down after this pandemic is gonna be insane it's
1: gonna be tough i mean unless you you have to hope that the local population in that area is uh you know it's yeah doing the right thing and they're, and they're ordering i hope so and, you know and, and hopefully they'll they'll make it by, or maybe if they go out of business for a while, maybe they come back when things are a little more financially. Stable. I hope. So it's not the end of the world, but um, you know, it's important to keep it's pretty it, damn close. No. Yeah, if, if we're gonna get as close, we're getting as close to the end of the world as we can right now. So
0: yeah, if um, if if ordering out from like your favorite restaurant in your local, you know, your local spot makes you feel like it's not such a crappy place right now and it's not the end of the world you know there's a lot worse places man you got to think about do it you got to think about all these places that have like you know like new york homeless people right now they could barely get a meal yeah so like even if you're even if you're not paying for yourself, maybe like think about someone else. give people that may be struggling even worse than you trapped in your <laughs> in your in your apartment. comfy home, yeah, in your bed, yeah. you know. Think about that. maybe think about those people that you know are struggling to
1: even have a, a warm meal tonight. Yeah, we're a humanitarian uh, humanitarian aid food podcast, so we try, to yes. really, we try to really pump this kind of stuff up. We're woke. You know? we're, we try to be be woke. Hopefully, you're more woke after you listen to some of these shows. I don't know about this one. You'll know some about some good pizza spots and some good wing spots in the uh, in the greater New York, New Jersey area. But um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we kind of we kind of hit it all. I, I can't wait. Like, the biggest thing for me is when I start cooking again um, at home. Uh, I really want to like elevate my cooking game. I feel like I've done a lot in the. Um, this is the time to do it. Yeah, my dad's become a baker. Tell okay, your dad. What is he baking?
0: So my dad made this uh, fruit tart, and it had nice. like a graham cracker crust, this lemon mascarpone like custard, okay. and it topped it off with strawberries and blueberries. Dude, it was one of the best desserts I've ever had in my life. Sounds, top
1: five. It sounds delicious. I mean, top you know, five. I, I love um, like fruit with custard in you know, like a pie or a cake, like a tart, like that. Yeah. It's so good. Every year for my birthday, I used to ask for this one cake at. Um, the bakery in Manahawken here, Big Apple Bakery. They make a The Fruit uh, Tart? Yep, every year.
0: Dude, it is the greatest dude, Big Apple Bakery's fruit tart is one of
1: my favorite desserts of all time. Yeah. It's the uh it comes in a graham cracker like pie crust. And uh it's Incredible. Just tart custard and then on top there's crumbled graham cracker with just the, the greatest every fruit fruit i mean blackberries strawberries oh. blueberries um you can get bananas on it you can get all kinds of stuff on it it's what a little bad. hidden gem big apple bakery is shout out to big apple there. bakery she used to
0: work your mom used there, to work at big day. apple bakery yeah she uh she did all holy kinds of work over crap there. that's probably how my mom knew about it <laughs> that's probably how my mom knew about it <laughs> yeah, your mom it's... probably was like big apple bakery we got good stuff they're uh they're, like, they're still going they're still going.
1: Good for them, as far as I know, they're still going there. Last I checked, they're still in that plaza over by uh, what is now wow. Acne. So they're going strong, man. Good for them, they deserve independent it. Independent bakers, independent
0: bakeries, gotta keep them going. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah, man. I mean, but yeah, I hope I hope we get to you know, like I said, we're we're, we're very well off in our situations, sure. but you know, I, I think it comes down to more of like a, a social thing. I miss hanging out with you guys, I miss oh,
1: yeah,
0: kind of laughing. You know, back at the Chegg, while we're all chowing down on some French onion soups and some some
1: buffalo wings. Yeah, I can't wait for that first meal back with all the with all the boys and all the friends. Yeah. and everybody, like we, we did. The it'll feel so weird, well, but it'll feel it'll feel even better than it did. Yeah, you know beforehand. It'll be weird though. It will. It will be after all the time we're gonna spend because, um, you know, hopefully things things blow over and things are better and things go move along quickly but um you know things don't we're we're in the house and we're we're not out at eateries and we're not enjoying ourselves flattening the curve soon yeah we're flat we're definitely flattening the curve but if we're not out eating soon it's gonna be weirder as time goes on but uh for sure i think everybody is gonna readjust to it you know i think people are ready to get back out there that's what we hope for sure well again patronize patronize your local restaurants yeah. and eateries. Make sure you're uh, you're ordering out, and um, make sure you're listening to all of the Ilto 8 productions. Okay, so we got Cue the Banter, Footy Ado, and Banana Land. We're all in this little this little bubble of Ilto, and um, we encourage you to check out those uh, those shows. They're on Facebook at uh, Cue the Banter or on instagram and twitter at q the banter and at what do you do and of course you're listening to banana land check us out twitter instagram uh at banana land pod uh wordpress banana land blog we're there too so uh, engage with us tell us what you love tell us what you don't and uh be well and be safe in this time of quarantine and we'll see you again for the next episode <laughs>